hello, all, and welcome back to the Go Off This podcast, where it is officially holiday, aka only Black Santas in this house season, okay? First and foremost, we hope you are taking care of yourselves and each other because this is the time. And we know the table this holiday may look a little different, but we hope you are able to choose who you are around, the energies, the moments, everything that will just give you some holiday cheer. And if you don't, that's okay, boo, because that's why we're here, okay? The Unbothered Fam is here to set you right for this winter and just like give you all types of that feel. We're going to give you just some insight into the food, the family, the fellowship of it all. We're going to give you a few of our favorite things for some gift-giving inspo and just honestly, a good-ass laugh, okay? So speaking of Unbothered's favorite things, we have one of our favorite people ever, joining us for this holiday roundtable. She is the special guest, the influential, the primetime Emmy award-winning actress, the multi-hyphenate, the host extraordinaire. Oh, I am not even close to being done, but she is also our creative advisor, fresh off of our first ever live dating event, the hookup last month, already into a hundred other gigs because if nothing else, our girl is a business woman, okay? (laughs) Oh, 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 I know it ain't, but it is. The Kiki Palmer. Welcome back to Go Off This. Hey. <laughs> that was so incredible, Chels. Oh, stop it. Please, thank you. I mean, we had you on last year to help us, like, navigate the summer season. And obviously, we had to have you back to help us get through this winter child, okay? <laughs> so, how are you feeling? Girl, I'm feeling good. I'm ready to pull things to a full stop. Full hold, okay? Especially as we're getting older, child. I'm two years away from 30. I'm trying to really learn how to relax in these holiday seasons. You know what I mean? And really, you know, for Thanksgiving, it was such a great vibe. Every year, I just keep realizing more and more like, yes, this is the rejuvenation period. Looking around and realizing how thankful I am. Because, you know, we beat ourselves up all year, you know, trying to get this done, trying to get that done. And this year, it just was a great reminder for me this Thanksgiving that I have a lot of good people in my life. And let me spend more time being grateful and thankful because that's what's going to get me ready and, 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 you know, able to go for the next year. So, girl, I'm ready to just relax and, and enjoy my family. You know what I mean? Yes. Good. Speaking from someone on the other side of 30, rest now. Your skin will thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I have no idea what you're talking about, Chelsea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Kathleen is 25, in case you're wondering. So Perpetually. Don't fact check. Been 25. Don't fact check that. <laughs> you said you had to grow up. Not me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, okay. So speaking of, again, keeping it fun and never growing up, anytime we have our roundtable, we ask a question to kick things off. And so this year, it made sense. Holidays, timing, food. All right. So I'm going to ask you. All right, Kiki, we'll start with you. If you could have anyone's mac and cheese, okay? Like you're pulling up. Mac and cheese is on the menu. That's it. Done. Whose mac and cheese? Are I mean, not you to be having? typical like this, but definitely, most definitely, my daddy's mac and cheese. My daddy's mac and cheese is still to this day the best mac and cheese that you could ever have. And the secret weapon, I can't tell you, but just know he's got a secret weapon in there. <laughs> is, is it Velveeta? It's actually not. okay. If I tell y'all, don't t- bleep it. If I okay. tell y'all, okay. bleep it. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. oh, is it that lit? Wait that a sounds incredible. That a good gag? Wait. <laughs> Wait, I'm I'm laughing at Kathleen no, acting like she knows what she's talking about because she cannot cook. No, so she's <laughs> like, yeah, that sounds... I'm telling y'all, 
in your macaroni and cheese is a secret weapon, okay? Bleep this out so people don't take the Palmer family secret. Oh, that's because it also then gives it another layer of flavor, you know? Yes, umami. umami. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Wow. Trying to okay. tell you. Ain't nobody seen that on the screen. You done seen <laughs> people post a lot of secrets. They'll be the milk, eggs. No, we don't do it over the Hannah Palmer family. We got something else for you <laughs> up our sleeves. Exactly. <laughs> like, wow. Okay. Okay. Kiki, you already started and like won the game, but now I'm going to go. Kathleen, our like girl in the six who can't cook, but like she said, can eat. How about you? <laughs> Hey, uh, you know, everyone knows me. I feel like I don't need to introduce myself, but um, I'm Kathleen, senior editor, coming at you from the six. I mean, my answer is Kiki Palmer. I want to go to Kiki's house and get her daddy's mac and cheese. But listen, okay, I will say, and I feel like I say this often, even though I am a card-carrying member of the Beehive, but also Beehive don't come for me. We know that Beyonce can't cook. So, and neither can I. So I'm just saying the person whose mac and cheese I would not want is Miss Beyonce Knowles Carter. Ooh, get ready no, for thank you. I want to come to Thanksgiving. Let Miss Tina cook the mac and cheese, though. B, stay out I of Miss Tina could throw down. Yes. I feel like yes. Miss Tina could throw down and wear a, a whole beautiful, like, luxurious look the whole time and not yes, getting yes. a spot on it. Not, no, not Doesn't at she all. just seem so perfect? She's like walking in with like a pot and like doing like <laughs> you know, just like a walk with like a lead like da da da. She gets her, her own dancer intro. Now. now she's a dancer. Of course she is. I mean, she's always gonna know the steps. Like she's in a house of Darion. Look, that's what I'm imagining in this case when she's bringing in the mac in and the cheese. kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Why not the full denim in the kitchen? You know what? Okay. Yeah, you know Miss <laughs> Tina is beat down. She's gonna always give us a look, honey. Yes. So it doesn't matter what she's doing. But okay, I, I love this. Ine, our doll in Houston, how you feeling? Hey, y'all. It's the doll Ine Comunibo, culture critic. I'm not going to disrespect Beyonce on this podcast because that's just not in my moral code. But I do agree I, with Kathleen. I think Beyonce <laughs> will be there over her mom's shoulder. But talking about people whose house I am going to, I'm going to say this. I believe that my forever floatist, Michelle Obama, will be able to cook something Uh-oh. in the kitchen on Thanksgiving. I don't know if it's going to be mac and cheese. I don't know about that. Why do I imagine Miss Obama delegating? I feel like she she has a good taste for, like, a pie. She knows what kind of pie is right. So maybe she's not going to cook it, but she's going to be like, this person makes the pie and that's it. Mama, you make the pie. Or cousin so-and-so, you make the pie. And I also feel like she might be she might be good for a store-bought thing, a cake that everybody likes, a seven-up cake. You know that cake that is like a, you know, <laughs> something like that. I do believe that. People who can cook, I know that Viola Davis can cook. Viola Davis, please invite me. I know you can cook. I am 100% sure I'm willing to put money on it. Wait a minute, it. you seen on her page she'd be cooking? Do Viola be cooking? It's, it's in my spirit. I believe it. <laughs> oh, now, Anae, now. Come on, see? I'm, I'm not saying she's making the whole spread. I'm not saying the whole spread. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving, Kiki. She's happy, but she can cook something. I don't think it's the mac and cheese. I don't think it's the turkey, but the cornbread. I'm going to say that. Oh, it's a possibility for the yes, cornbread. Okay. okay, okay. Kiki's already texting about it. Like, I'll be there in 10 minutes. She's yeah, like, I'm like, my, my girl, Anae, said you could cook. Can, can you tell her to invite me? Just send me a... Just send me a little thing on the side and give me the address. Yeah. I'm coming. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I want none of those foods except the mac and cheese from Kiki's dad because I just, uh, I don't know if I want 
a mac and cheese from anyone under 60. I'm going to be honest with okay, you. Okay, okay. Like, my dad is knocking on 60. See, exactly. I need some experience in my mac and cheese. You know what I mean? I need some, like, trial, some tribulation. I need, like, give me, like, a Maxine Waters, you know, like, he's out here, <laughs> like, you know, like, reclaiming her mac and cheese time. You know, that's what I need. But Chelsea, it does get shaky as well around the age group because my auntie, she made it for Thanksgiving, a little crunchy. There's a little, you know, them shells weren't cooked all the way through. I think sometimes they get a little, you know. (laughs) Let's hope your auntie's not listening to this. (laughs) Because you you put the two plates on top of each other upside down in the trash can. (laughs) Sometimes the people that we knew to be great cooks, can we talk about that? Don't y'all remember there are people in your family that were great cooks. You remember as a kid, they were throwing down. But as you get older and as they get older, it's like, it's a little salty, auntie. <laughs> Absolutely. Or like my dad used to cook like monkey bread every year. And like this year he was just like, well, it's burnt. Oh, well. Like, it's just like, it, it, it's over. Wow. Okay. No, that's fair. But at least, at the very least, we have some like, you know what? I just thought of one who would be great. Khalees. Let's get her oh, mac and my- cheese. Now, Miss Mamas can cook. Now we're talking about, I've been she can. what has been doing. And I need some of them turkeys. She be roasting them turkeys. They don't even be Thanksgiving. She roasts them. Y'all be eating turkey Can outside I, of Thanksgiving? Yeah, like a turkey sandwich. With like brie? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fine. With well, brie? <laughs> yeah. It's like a turkey brie sandwich. Is that just like... The, you really... I'm with you, Chelsea. I'm with you. you. I like, got your... Thank you. We're, we're not in poverty anymore. We, we can afford not, the $6 brie. <laughs> That, like, bougieing up some turkey. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they want to save the turkey. They want to save the turkey legs. I get it. They want to save yeah. it. You make a soup. Like, my dad is, like, the kind of dude. He'll make, like, a collard green quiche the next day. Not a spinach quiche. Come on, a collard Papa. green quiche. Or, like, a spaghetti omelet with, like, spaghetti, old spaghetti. That's what I would expect at the Cosmos yes. house. So I'm definitely yeah. going to your place at some point because that's very luxurious, soulful. I'm with that. Kathleen, I want to ask you, what's your specialties in your family around the holidays? Because I know you're from Toronto. I don't know if your background is West Indian or mm. anything but like Yeah, my, my dad is from Ghana. My mom's from Jamaica. So West Indian and West African. What's some stuff? Because I was like, I want, I want to get into that. <laughs> oh, like like cultural stuff we do? Yes, mm-hmm. food that y'all, yeah, y'all oh, do for I the holidays. Oh, I mean, holiday. food is like, we, we got oxtail. We got oh uh, jollof mm. rice, mm. which is the best jollof rice. Um, what, 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 what? <laughs> Now she's coming at you and I. We're not going to do the diaspora word, but we're going to tell the truth. And That's literally not true. Every time. But yeah, so like my my mom would cook. My mom and my aunties and my godmother. My godmother is actually from, she's from St. Vincent. So she'd cook like a whole spread. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, it's just food mainly. We don't really I do. Need to come, I need to come to your house because mine's is very typical American black soul food vibe. So we're doing the yams. We're doing the, you know, what what am I thinking? Macaroni and cheese, greens, chitlins even. You know what I mean? Cornish hinge, you know, stuffing. The very just, you know, American vibe. So I was like, I like to get into what everybody else is doing for their, you know, Christmas because they bring different things from their background to the table. So Mm. I was just like very curious of that. Even down in Florida, they be doing a lot. I don't know that down in Florida, but I'll even say definitely New Orleans. They got a whole seafood vibe. You know what I mean? Like, Ooh. I ain't never had no seafood vibe for Christmas. Mm. But they have all, you know, crawfish, crab legs, all type of stuff. So I'm always curious of that mm. regionally. 
nationally. Yeah. That's yeah, good. it's not it's not the soul food as much as I, I love American soul food, but yeah, we don't really do that. Mm. That's just so cool, though. It's just so cool, how everybody, especially with, because we're all black. Everybody think everybody yeah. black do the same stuff, mm. and it's like, no, it's different. Not only regionally, but nationally, y'all. Everybody don't eat this or or drink this. Like people got whole different types of vibes in their households. So I'll be very interested. Like, what y'all doing over there? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair. And I think like like my grandma's from Alabama, so like we always have every year like a tamale pie, and that's like a black American thing, but. A lot of Black Americans don't know what a tamale pie is. I never heard of it. Oh, my God. Okay, so it's basically like a cornbread topping, okay, with on the bottom. You can put any meat you want, and it's like corn, tomatoes, onions, olives if you like. I'm not an olive person. And it's almost like Tex-Mex Southern, like meats, cornbread, Black soul food. It's Ooh, that, so... That sounds so good. It's so good. And it started in like Southern Alabama churches, like, you know, like everything but the kitchen sink style, like AME yes. churches. Yes. And they were like, oh, like, well, we have cornbread. Let's throw something under it. Like, but no one has it even here. And so it's a really good point, like different regional cuisines. I'm like, these are just amazing. Yeah. A big regional cuisine for us in Illinois is something that a lot of people are like, we've even had debates on it on Black Twitter, is catfish and spaghetti. That is like so much so a common Midwestern black meals for somebody cooks some catfish with spaghetti as a side dish. And it has been on black Twitter has fought back and forth with that for so many years because they don't want to believe that spaghetti is a side. It's a side, love. It's not always spaghetti is the main. Oh, his mama's no. <laughs> Spaghetti's side, love. See, I'm, I'm getting into Black America's business. I'm Nigerian. <laughs> I mean, this... <laughs> okay, I'm glad you talked about sort of like going to people's houses because I think one of the things that we want to also talk about is this year, like I said, might look a little different, right? And so our traditions and who we're with and the people that we get to hang out with and our the things that we love to do might also be a little different. So... I guess I want to ask you, Kiki, like, is there some tradition that you guys do that you're excited to go back to doing this year or something that you guys always have fun around that are super memorable that you're excited to be able to do now this year again? I'm excited that I get the opportunity to host again this year. So ever, ever since we all grew up, you know, and not, you know, no longer living with my parents, we all do a you know, you host this year, you host that year. So that's become a tradition for us since we've become adults. And so I'm hosting in a new, my new place in California. And we're excited, too, about the fact that we're not going to be freezing this time. Child, so we're excited for this weather to be a little... I mean, the weather in California has been a little <laughs> bit up, down, side, down. So I don't really know what we're going to get. But I know we're not going to be getting Chicago weather. So anything is better than that. No offense, Chicagoans. It's too cold there. I know because I am one. So, yeah, I'm very excited to host. You know how it is when your family coming to your place. You just want to show them, like, I'm doing good, y'all. You know what I mean? I got, I got my life together. I got what y'all need. Y'all need fresh towels? I got fresh towels. Y'all looking for some water? I got some water bottles in the fridge. What you need? What you want? So I'm very excited to show them that, like, you know, you, you, you know, I, I'm adulting and I'm, I still got my hair on my head. You know, some of it's not mine, but it's still growing. <laughs> that, like, again, these are questions that, like, you're here. That's enough answers for now. Like, <laughs> like the door is unlocked. You're welcome. Like, <laughs> Literally. That, that's all you need. Okay, that's great. And that's like a real sign of adulting. If you can host a whole ass like holiday dinner party, then like you're good. 
Miss Mamas, I'm really trying to put my Martha Stewart hat on, but tilt it to the side because there's a little quirk to it. You know, I'm not all the way okay. fully Martha with it. Half of my house is renovated. I don't want them going downstairs in the basement and keep them kids off my couch. But we'll figure it out. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's very generous of you to invite all the kids too. <laughs> <laughs> Why do them kids, them kids, woo, I love my nieces <laughs> and my nephew, but man, they just, they do the most outrageous thing in your house. You got to always just be on lock. Like, you understand why our grandmamas and them had plastic on their I was couches. just about to ask you. <laughs> I was just about to ask you. Is that what I need to do, Anae? <laughs> uh, honestly. Hey, I'm not going to I'm not gonna say yes or no. It's your house, but I, I, I would do it. <laughs> Anae, what are, what are you doing? What's the tradition you're excited for this, this holiday season? So, I am not grown like Kiki Palmer. I'm at my parents' house <laughs> because um, I am a hey. baby girl. So, I'm at the, at the crib, at the hometown. But one thing that we always do, so I'm, you know, y'all know I'm African. Y'all know I grew up in a Christian household. We don't celebrate Halloween. We don't play that. We don't play with spirits and all of that. <laughs> we also do not believe in Santa Claus. So, every single year, there are a lot of people in my family. We're at nine now. And seven of us are grown. And so we we want to give presents and do all of that. But instead of secret Santa, because that's not a real person, we do secret Jesus. <laughs> and secret Jesus. Come is, on, secret Jesus. It's not fun. I'm just telling you guys, it's not fun. Telling people <laughs> that. Interesting. It, it's interesting because it's like, you know, Jesus is a true gift and we're giving <laughs> gifts. And it's very, you know, practical and pragmatic. We have a Google Doc. Someone chooses the people on like a name generator and things like that. And we'll send a text like, hey, your person is this. My person, I get the same person every year. She knows who she is. I'm not going to say it because <laughs> then she's going to know. But I get the same person every single year. And this year, I feel like in the past, it's been like, I want an iPhone. I want a trip to Belize. Yeah. Now it's like, people are like, I would like some gloves for arthritis, some compression gloves. I would like- We getting older. I would like a, a nice pen. I would like a journal. I put on the list for myself. I want a wig. And I thought to myself, I was just going to like, let me just get a wig. I have braids right now, y'all. By the time this present comes, I will not be able to wear that wig. But I was like, let me just get a wig. It's not that fun, but it is fun because I think on Christmas Day, everyone should be able to open a gift if you celebrate Christmas. So even if it, you're opening a gift that you know exactly what it is, and it's something that's kind of like boring, like a wig or compression gloves for your hands, you know. Yeah. And... I will say by the time New Year's Eve comes around, I'll be wearing that wig. So when y'all see me on Instagram, you know that that was from Secret Jesus. I'm like, girl, you're going to be able to wear mm -hmm. that wig. You're right. Why do you have no faith in, in your ability to rock this wig? I just, because it's bangs, y'all. I'm going to just oh, say I'm not. you got a bang wig. Okay. Ain't nothing you wrong know. with a bang wig. And it's so crazy because I'm trying to get my sister a bang wig this year as well because she wants a wig, but she don't know how to do that lace stuff. So I uh -huh. said, sister, let's get a bang, Miss Bombas. Yeah, Kiki. All right, the the tax bracket might be different, so the quality of the wig is probably. <laughs> we, we... So she does not trust the price range of her secret Santa person. Okay, it's understandable. Okay, <laughs> well that's fair. And again, a silent, subtle read of your secret Jesus <laughs> because it's amazing. I told you it, it it just makes a lot of sense. And again, like I feel like if nothing else, you can celebrate Jesus and the spirit in which you know of giving. I really live for the fact your family is so, you know, professional. Like Google Docs? Yeah. I barely know how to do, use a Google Doc myself already right now. Like, I'm like, your family, your parents, everybody's knowing how to use that Google Doc. That's very impressive. Very smart family. <laughs> Kathleen, how about you? Well, I will be in Toronto. 
where most of my family is. But, you know, traditions are different now. Uh, You know, since my parents got divorced, they got divorced when I was an adult. So I spent like my whole childhood going to my family's house in Oakville, Ontario. And now they don't have that house. They live separately. They can't even be in the same room, barely. (laughs) So it looks a lot different. But a tradition that I always think of every Christmas, and it makes me smile, is that my big brother Sam and I, we're three years apart. We're very close. He's my best friend. When he was about six, he's he's very smart. And he realized the whole like Santa going to everybody's house and getting him getting presents and going down the chimney, like all that stuff. He was like, listen, the math ain't mathin'. That doesn't seem like that makes sense. So he was like, what we gotta do is stake out the tree. And if this man is coming, <laughs> we will see him. So we slept like underneath the Christmas tree that first year. He didn't come. The next year, he's like, okay, okay, well, I feel like we need to do it again. And then we slept on the tree. And then I made him do it until he was like 20. <laughs> like we <laughs> so slept cute. under the Christmas tree every Christmas Eve and Christmas morning. We'd wake up like beside the presents every year. And it was really nice. And now I just think back on that and like wish we could still do that. <laughs> Girl, you just killed everybody up here. That. <laughs> that tradition just gave me, like, I already just wrote a Hallmark movie about that. No, really? Really? Because that, that was off the charts. Like, what a sweet story. Are you kidding me? Literally. I mean, he hated so it by the cute. end. He was like, listen, Kiff, he calls me Kiff. He's like, Kiff, we ain't doing that. And I'm like, no, please. But it's tradition. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, the end of that movie is you guys doing that, like, you know, when you're, like, 70 or something. Oh, like, I know. Like, you see the movie already. She pitched us the idea, and I'm selling the movie. No, I love that. And I think also, like, my question when you, like, have these stakeouts, my question is always, like, well, what were you going to do if you did see him? And mm. huge, Woo! older white man with a beard, like, tracing hey, through your house. San- like, Santa is black in my house, first of all. Second correct. of all, I don't think the plan had got that far. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. Now, that's a prank. That's a prank. Somebody, that's a good prank idea. <laughs> that Two. is. My parents were also like, no, you know, it's us giving you presents. <laughs> like, we also want our credit. Thank you very much. Like, who, yeah. else, who else do you think bought you that, like, life-size, like, Barbie? Like, come on. That was me, and I brought it all the way that's home. That's how my brother-in-law is. Yeah. Like, on the trunk of my car, like a Christmas tree. So you're going to know, this is from mommy and dad. <laughs> <laughs> like, that yeah. kind of and My energy. brother-in-law, he, I realized that that was a thing. My parents always did the Santa thing, but I realized that was a new age modern thing, Bob, or I don't know what it was, but my brother-in-law, he was the first person I ever seen that put Santa and for mom and dad. So he just put Santa <laughs> Santa and then put other ones like Jesus for mom and dad. But all the great ones was for mom and dad. He made Santa look like a cheese cake. They get iPads and stuff. That's for mom and dad. <laughs> The Barbie dolls, that's Santa. I'm so mad that Santa, like, barely got a feature. Like, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Literally, at some point, Santa is broke. (laughs) 2019 was hard for Santa. Welcome to season five of the Go Off Sis podcast, brought to you by Target, our destination for celebrating ourselves and our success this year. This season, we're reminding you what it means to be that girl. From breaking generational curses to building ownership and just straight up luxuriating, we are using our voices to lead the culture forward because you know we own it. So whether you're looking to build out your new space or just take up space, Target has what we need to embrace our personal style and make sure you're ready to own whatever room you walk into. To learn more, head over to Target.com. 
So look, we know it is hard this time of year for Santa, so we're going to help him out. We're going to give a couple of gifts of our own that we, again, our favorite Tings, calling it Tings because Oprah is litigious, <laughs> and we know that to be true. So it is not favorite things. Do not worry. But I want to hear about a little of our gifts that maybe we're thinking of for this season to give some of our audience a couple of inspirational thoughts. Is there anything that you're excited about giving or gifting? Again, we can keep it anonymous, so it's still a surprise. But what's on your list of favorite things this year? My favorite gifts on any occasion, Christmas, birthdays, anything, is always practical things. You always going to be happy about some socks. You know what I mean? Maybe some house shoes, a robe. You know mm. what I mean? I'm very much that person that's going to give you household items that you're really going to use. Oh, do, you know, the older end. Especially my, my siblings are in college, my younger ones. So it's like they, they, they are like jumping for joy with those kinds of gifts. Now, when I try to get a little bit more of the head on the like more, you know, expensive type of gifts, Right now, I'm looking at them Oculus. Those are really, you know what I mean? Everybody loves them. You know what I mean? No matter the age, they're ageless type of vibe. You know what I'm saying? If you're a parent, you will love the VR. If you're a kid, you love the VR. You know, and it also can be like a family gift. You know what I mean? So it's like, if I just wanted to give my sister and her family a gift, in totality, it could be the Oculus. Mm. Two reasons I know you are an auntie. One, you're giving practical stuff. So, socks shoes, you know, toothbrushes, you need underwear. You, you got some, okay, got it. You know, you gotta, you know, you gotta buy those every six months. Okay, just let me know. Literally, a bond or two. <laughs> Literally. And then the second is because you're giving the kids something that'll make them sit down and get off the couch with that eyeless. Okay. All right, Kathleen, what kind I'm, of gifts are we giving this season? I, I'm taking notes for my niece and nephew yeah. <laughs> who are also Hellions and menaces. And so I'm Oculus. Got it. Wrote it down. I love to give books because I am a writer and reader. So this year, Ziba Blay, she's an incredible writer. She's like a friend of our 2-9. Also, if you don't follow her on Instagram, you should. She wrote a book called Carefree Black Girls. And so Mm. I'm getting that. And then I'm ordering it also from independent Black bookstores for anyone that I'm getting it for. And so everyone should. That's that's my advice for gift giving. If you're giving books this year, maybe put aside the Amazon for now and try to order it from an independent Black bookstore. If you're in Toronto like me, a different book list is an amazing one. And then a friend of mine, her name's Jay, she just started a candle and home goods brand called uh, Ruth and Jim. And it's dope. And candles. It's a, I, Candles aren't really a practical gift, but I feel like everyone they loves are. getting a candle. I believe they totally are, girl, because everybody wants their house to smell right. good, okay? Right. You know, and if they haven't, if some people don't realize they're candle people until you give them a candle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can they be you, a I told you, Wendy Osefa from Real Housewives of Potomac would disagree with you. So with the <laughs> Come on, Wendy. Talk, you know? I need to finish that second episode you of do. the dang on. Reunion. Apparently, Nikki went in on them girls. Wendy, she did not stand a chance. I'm telling you. Karen is diversifying her revenue streams, okay? She's like, get out of her business. don't need no more money. (laughs) She's fine. She's got the black Bill Gates. We're good. (laughs) And they, how about you? (laughs) Just to piggyback off of what was said, I love a candle too. I don't like to pay for them, but I love to receive them. And this Christmas, if I wear it, Please give me some candles. Um, I'm not giving out presents other than Secret Jesus because, you know, times is hard. But if I was, I would direct everyone to Jackie Ina's Forever Mood Collection. When I tell you the candles are stunning, they're aesthetically pleasing, they smell good. They kind of, they're on the costly side. But if you go and buy a candle, leave Bath and Body Works alone. 
and go support a Black woman. Jackie Ina, the YouTuber, fashionista, just the doll. Very great candles. Also, I'm always on a makeup ting. If you see me on this podcast, I'm probably got my eyebrows done and that's it. But if you want to, <laughs> you want to, you know, give a little something, I would also recommend tapping into Juvia's Place, Nigerian Black-owned brand. They're always having a sale. And I feel like Christmas time is around the time. Like, go stock up. 50% off on a palette or something like that. Get all the mm. colors and get some lip gloss and some lipstick and things like that. I don't I don't know if it's 50% off today, but by the time you hear this podcast, something's going to be on sale. So get that for the people in your life who like to wear makeup and get cute for the holidays. I just want to let you know that like, as we were talking about this episode, Renee was like, the only thing I want to do this next year is be seen and clearly Perceived. receive and be seen. Okay. <laughs> and she is manifesting that with these gifts. So there you go. Again, whether you're wearing them for the mirror, you actually go outside for your family who doesn't care. That's fine. I think for me, you guys know I've talked about this before. I hate gifts. I think they're terrible. I don't understand the concept, but if we're there and you've already given me something or you're already deciding to pay for something or you need me to give you something, I probably won't. But again, since you're still here, I would say that I have found this one lovely local place in LA. They're called Old Dirty Planters. And what they do is they're an LA-based company. They're this dope Black couple. And they were in sports, right? One of them played basketball and one of them was like behind the scenes. And they're repurposing basketballs and making them planters. So like very old school, really like classic basketballs from like the Chicago Bulls or like the Harlem Globetrotters, like a really dope ball or like an all-star ball. And what they'll do is they'll make like original planters out of it for you, like custom made. So they can do it like based on your city. They can do it based on your team. You know, they can do it just like based on just like something you want to like make that's custom and cool. And they're like pretty big and they're, you know, maybe 40 or 50 bucks for like a statement planters piece that is actually like living and it's repurposed and recycled. And so my sister actually just got one and I thought of that today. I was like, oh, I really want one of these. And like, if again, people are in the market for it and it's a dope way to like, Again, repurpose something. It's not new. You're not creating more waste. You're just redistributing it. So that's another I one that's dope. That. Yeah. You know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of the place Tansy, too, that does similar stuff. I mean, they don't do it as specific and cool with the basketball part. But Tansy is this place in Los Angeles that pretty much they just have very, very cool eccentric stuff. Black-owned, a mother and a daughter. And they have just, like, cool planters hanging from the ceiling, different rugs, very, like, you know, esoteric, bohemian vibe type stuff, but very, very cool for unique gifts. It's a mom and a daughter? It's a mom and a daughter. Oh. Yeah, the mom started it out of COVID, you know, and she created it. And so it's called Tansy. And they have, I mean, they have the dopest stuff. Like, I can't even really describe it to you, but it's any kind of cool thing you want in your house. So, you know, somebody wants a housewarming gift, maybe they just got a new place, whatever. They've got the stuff in there. Mm, it's a good one. And you know what? Also, we don't talk about enough, and this is the perfect time. Black home decor. Yeah. And I'm not talking about just like prints, you know what I mean? Or a little yeah. like rose, like really curated stuff yeah. from black owned businesses that are just like home decor pieces that like can make your space feel right. And Kathleen, I don't know if you heard of this uh, place before, but it is a, 
I think it might be one of the largest Black-owned bookstores in California Reparations. Ooh, I mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, have. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I'm sure you probably did where, you know, I think they have online too if people want to go and get some books from there. But they have a huge array of of, of authors and illustrators, black black authors and illustrators. So I was like, I bet you Kathleen knows that place. I do. That's why I follow so many like dope black independent bookstores on Instagram, even though like, again, I'm in Toronto, I can't be there, but lots of them ship and lots of them also have apparel. So they have like t-shirts, like vintage t-shirts of old authors that you, that you love. They have sweatshirts, they have little totes, like all of that are great presents for anybody. Yes. Okay, now that we have the gifts, we're going to need some advice next, all right? Because we've given you our suggestions, and now whether you've asked for it or not, we're going to give you our thoughts for this holiday season. So, okay, first up, we put out a call for some questions and got a few, so let's all just take a second and hopefully, again, impart some wisdom on some people who are looking for just some energy for this holiday season. So, first question. How do I navigate the holidays when I am single? Child. <laughs> Sorry. Let me, and let me, is let about me just to say go this. Off. Here we go. No, no, let, <laughs> let me just say this. And as a person, this is so, I'm going to tell myself, I've been single every holiday since I entered this earth. And that is these men. I'm not going to go there. We're talking about the holidays. Let me just, let me just say this, that. You survived this whole time, whether you were single in the beginning or whatever, you arrived at this place. The holidays can be so hard, especially if you had somebody to hold and do whatever. I feel like at this point, use the holiday as a moment of thankfulness. One, that you survived everything in with COVID and in your relationship or whatever, and take the time. We were talking about rest and relaxation and whatever. Take the time to take care of you at this time. If you don't have family, really hone in on yourself and be like, you know what? I'm going to do everything that I love to do. I love watching corny movies. I love eating food. I love shopping. I love doing all that stuff. Take care of you. If you have friends and family, really lean into those people and do all these things. Because let me tell you something. I'm getting so close to the mic so y'all can hear what I'm saying. People want to stress you out. The holidays are not for stress. We're doing enjoyment things only. So if people don't want you to enjoy your holiday, leave them. That man who wants to break up with you before Christmas, don't fire that man. Let me tell you something. Enjoy your life. Enjoy your life. That's all I'm going to say. Sorry, I turned to an auntie, but that (laughs) impresses me. Just because you sing on, that don't mean that Christmas is dead because you ain't got a man. Yeah, people do make it a bigger deal that you are single on a holiday. Like, I've been single all year, mother. So why are you making me feel like I should feel even crazier about it on the holidays? I really agree with everything that you just said. That, you know, you can't let other people's ideas and perception of what your holiday should be or look like control your happiness for like being being able to be here. You know, at the end of the day, the greatest thing and the greatest gift is always that we're alive and we're able to keep going. Yep, yep. So I agree with everything that Anae said. I mean, matter of fact, do you a vision board of what you expect, you know, to look for, you know, coming into that next final year. But, you know, definitely don't do yourself a disservice of feeling down about not having what you think you should have or what somebody else should have because that's, that's a discredit to your life path, which is different from others. So, you know, own who you are, own where you're at, and enjoy. You can cry every other day, but on Christmas, baby, go stand under that tree and have a good time. Come on, Not with man. Secret Jesus just gave you a good <laughs> gift. <laughs> cry on Boxing Day, not today. <laughs> have fun, baby. That is fair. Also, like, you don't have to be single if you don't want to. There are a 
thousands of people who are asking the same question. So I'm just saying, like, there's got to be a connection there somewhere if you're really hard. If you're Chelsea's hard, like, you know, if all you want is a date, I'm sure you can find Literally. one. <laughs> yeah, if that is your problem, I got a solution. And that will remind you why you are single and happy. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Absolutely. Imagine wasting your time Dumb. on Christmas with a man from Tinder. <laughs> Girl, at that it's point, not worth we it. need to get her to a, a therapy session. Fast. That's the gift. <laughs> Literally. Done and done. Good luck, beloved. Okay, next question. My post-pandemic fuse is short. How do I deal with getting frustrated with family, friends at the table when they say something like, you've changed or you're different? Who? I would say embrace it. Mm. And maybe that's passive aggressive, but anytime somebody tells me something like that, I found that the easiest way to get through it and get by it is be like, I know it ain't it. It's true. Life comes at you fast <laughs> and move on. You know, because it's just like, what do you want me to do with this? I'm not about to sit here and get into a debate with you and defend myself and let this, you know, you know, sometimes stuff can hit you so deep on a holiday. Somebody says one little thing and you're like, and what does that mean? So I've just, I kind of gotten into this thing with myself where it's like, when someone says something, I'm going to just go with it. Your hair, it looks different. I know. And just move on. Like, it just accept and embrace, you know what I mean? And just, you know, hey, take it in stride. Because everybody, you don't even know where everybody coming from. I I think I love that energy if it's somebody you only see once a year and they're coming at you with wild energy. It's like, you know what? Yeah, sure. (laughs) Whatever you say, I agree with you and let's move on. I love that. But if it's a family member that you do have to see every so often and they're saying something that that could also be hurtful to someone else if they said it. Like, I have a lot of friends going through fertility issues right now. And they're very Uh stressed out about the holidays because their family members say, when you having kids, what's going on with that? Or, oh, you look look a little different. Is there a bun in there? Like, stuff like that. Wild, Wild shit that aunties say, right? And so, I feel like if I was in that position, I would want to pull them up a little. I would want to say, hey... You don't know what's going on with me. Mm. You don't know what's going on with my fertility journey. And I don't think that that is an appropriate thing to to say to somebody when you don't know. Mm. But that also is going to open the door up for some conflict. Yeah. (laughs) I also think that it's important to set boundaries. Like the holidays, I'm not not a a scrub just because it's Christmas time. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the energy, just because secret Jesus in the room, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We need to set the boundaries straight. So I think that, you know, the energy that we've had, we've talked about cancel culture. We've talked about, you know, confronting situations and leaning into a healthy conflict. If someone is being, you know, like homophobic or fat phobic, because fat phobia is really, you know, rampant yeah. around the holidays when you're eating food and people are want to be watching your plate or whatever. If people want to talk Mm-mm. about your job, people want to talk about you being single and this and that. I feel like it's the time to be like, now, why, why are you asking me? Why is that your business? Do you feel like that's cool to say or just being like, it's not really any of your business. I think that it is okay during the Hollywood days to get a little bit of gre- aggressive with mm. it. You know, be like, what's up? You've been calling me fat every year since we since we started hanging out. Since we was every, kids. Since we were kids. You've been talking about my food. You've been talking about my plate. You've been following me around and talking about, I feel African aunties are so famous for doing this. Like, I, you've added weights. You've added weight. That's not appropriate to say to me and I'm not going to stand up for that anymore. Like, I feel like it's okay to be pushed back a little bit. And I think that if people really love, love you it. and if they respect you, they're going to be like, oh, 
okay. And they might be a little bit awkward, but I do feel like it is your right as an adult, even if you're a teenager, if you're a youth, you still have a right to feel like you're being respected. So I'm with Kathleen on it. What's mm. up? I mean, frankly, like anytime someone has said that to me, I just like hit them with the Jay-Z. Like everyone look at you strange, say you change. Like I work this hard to stay the same. Like, <laughs> like that, literally. Like, of course I've changed. I hope you have as well. Of course. I, like, I hope you have as well. And again, good day, beloved. Okay, dope. Well, to round out then, we've talked about the gifts that we're giving, the gifts that we just gave to our audience, because honestly, that was fantastic advice from everyone here. (laughs) And now I want to end by just an understanding of what gifts we want to give to ourselves this year, at the end of this year. It's been a year, again, where we wish we had some closure on all the things that are going on, but we don't. We're heading into a year, again, of rest, as Kiki said. So what is the thing that you want to give to yourself this year, this 2021? Kathleen, I'm going to start with you. I mean, I feel like I want to give the corny Hallmark rom-com answer and say it's just just time with friends and family <laughs> and just holding hands around a fireplace or something like that. But in actuality, I just want to be by myself. I just want to turn my brain off and sit on a couch and watch a bunch of corny Christmas movies and not have to deal with anybody. I feel like I've been running a marathon since 2020, and I haven't Mm -hmm. given myself that time to rest and be selfish. And so that's what I want for myself. And then also, last year I bought myself a a Pure Moss sweatsuit. And so every year now, I I mean, I buy myself sweatsuits all day, every day. But I'm going to buy myself a a fancy one. Those are the gifts I'm going to give to myself. Oh, those are great gifts. And just like (laughs) luxury. And then how about you? I am the hallmark corny person. I don't want time necessarily, but I really want to be surrounded with people. I feel like 2021 and 2020 for sure. I remember sitting in my house every single day of 2020 and being like, where are the people at? Where is everybody? I want to see people. I want to be around people. I didn't realize how much of an extrovert I was Mm -hmm. until the pandemic hit. And I was like, oh, I'm lonely. I hate to be in the house by myself. I hate to not be able to see people and do stuff. So I feel like at the end of going into 2022, I really want to close it out by being surrounded by people. I'm going to Kathleen's house in Toronto to go yes. sit on the couch with her. She says she want to be alone. No, I'll be there. You're welcome. We can, I'll be, we can be alone okay. together. Sis. <laughs> no, I'm going to bring some people. We're going to have a party. So. <laughs> oh, no, Nay. Now you're doing too much. <laughs> Leave the door unlocked. This is fine. We bring in all the people, but if Kathleen locks the door on me, that's okay. There's people in Houston who are, just because I feel like I just been I just miss seeing everybody like Chelsea was saying I want to be perceived by people I want to be held I want to hug and just oh my gosh I want to kiki with people and so you know that's that's really what I'm going into the end of the year just kind of closing it with love and just community I think that that's so important not virtual because it's like cute to be on zoom this is cute but I miss hugging people Mm. and like sitting next to them and just like that real life thing so that's what I'm gonna do that's my gift to myself. And I think I might buy a Telfar. I think I okay. might buy another one. Oh, okay. You know, whatever. Somebody can buy me yeah. one too. <laughs> <laughs> just to start a collection. Okay. We love it. Just just for my just I just have the yeah. one. I'll just buy it. For another. now, but you know, that might You're right. again diversifying dividends. Kiki, okay, yeah. how about you? What are what is your gift to yourself to end this year? You know, I'm with Kathleen on the just solo vibe. Obviously, I'm excited to spend Christmas and stuff with my family, but 
in terms of the gift that I'm going to give myself is definitely like a solo trip, a little mm. solo trip. Mm. I'm always with people, whether it's work, family, friends. And I'm a very like jovial, communal type of person. So I love being around people. But, you know, I actually do like to be alone as well. And there's a huge difference between, to Anae's point, between being lonely yeah. and wanting to be alone. Because, it's you know, sometimes it can go too far and it slips into loneliness. So I do get that. But I'm at the point right now where it's like, I could use being alone. I could use a moment to just give a gift to just myself. Especially because, you know, sometimes with the kind of career that I have, I can always feel guilty, you know, for doing something just for myself. Mm. So I think it would be good for me to, to do that also for for mental health reasons, just like, girl, it's okay to just do something just for you that only you can benefit from. My best friend actually went on, she visited me on Thanksgiving in Chicago. She randomly hit me. She was like, yeah, I've been on a road trip. I'm passing through Illinois. I said, come stop by. I didn't know you were on a road trip. My girl did a whole road trip from LA to New York. Wow. By herself. Wow. And I was just blown away by her because I was like, you weren't scared. She was like, you know what? Everybody keep asking me if I'm scared. I just went on this trip and I don't know, should I be scared? <laughs> and I'm like, girl, if you ain't scared, then don't be scared. Like you inspired me. Just the fact that you just did something solo like that, you know? So I definitely want to give myself that solo trip vibe. I don't know if it'll be a road trip, but it's going to be something where I'm just by myself because I really do think that myself deserves that from me. Yes, you do deserve. And as someone who literally just got back from a solo trip on Saturday, it was literally everything I needed and more. So like, go do it. You will literally come back feeling so refreshed and like, so you, you know, like, so you, like whatever that means. So highly recommend. And as for myself, I want cheaper gas for the peoples and I want more expensive men for me. That's it. That's all. (laughs) That's I, all. I mean, like, I want you, I know we run out of time, but I want you to define more expensive men. Like higher quality. You know, cotton, yes, like, yeah, higher, higher quality men, like Egyptian cotton men, like men who pronounce it vase, not vase. Like I want a man who is like, nah, 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 I got it. I don't even, I wasn't even looking at the price. But also like, girl, get you that wig if you want the bangs or not. Fine. Love it. Go for it, boo. I got you. So that level okay. of expensive man. Okay, okay. Yeah. My more practical one, Joe Biden, the gift that you need to give me, delete those loans. Ooh. I wasn't going to pay them anyway. Delete. But if they were not in existence, <laughs> if they didn't exist, delete. he could delete 50% of my personal loans and I will believe in Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny. I will watch every, <laughs> fix every mythical thing. I will believe in it. Joe Biden, I'm begging you, send this message directly to the White House. Delete those loans. Merry Christmas. Delete them. Delete them. (laughs) Fix it, secret Jesus. Okay. And with that, we have reached the end of our discussion. Kiki, thank you so much for joining us and just like gifting us. Anytime. Y'all know I'm always down for a good Kiki. Literally, with your presence. Oh, thank you. And again, we hope everyone has gotten some gifts from this. And if you need another, just like hit us up because we are always here for you no matter what. The Go Off This Podcast is a Refinery29 original. It is produced by Rashad Isaac, Crystal Devone, Jordan Mason, and me, Chelsea Sanders. It's edited by Hanger Studios. My co-hosts today were Kathleen Newman-Bermang and Inaye Komanibo. Like what you heard and want some more? Head over to Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts to catch up on all episodes. And don't forget to drop a review or leave a comment to let us know what you think. You can also find us where it all started, on Instagram. 
at R29Unbothered. Thanks for listening. And don't forget, it's okay to go off, sis. Money world.